0: And I asked my parents at that time, like, so what do you think I should I, I should do? Like, what what's your vision? And and they didn't have like any opinion whatsoever. My father said like, well, whatever you want, you know, like it's 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 up to you. I was like, well, that was helpful. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Discovering Design, a podcast featuring a different guest each episode recounting their initial career, what sparked their interest in the creative arts, and how they pivoted to a full-time role in user experience design. Our guest for this episode is Mincho Kavosyev, a former material science researcher and current senior product designer at OneMain Financial, where they're helping improve the financial well-being for all Americans. We'll learn about growing up in Bulgaria what it's like to wear a bunny suit to enter a laboratory clean room, and how watching a single 18-minute TED Talk could change your life forever. And with that, I'd like to introduce Mincho Kavaljev.
0: I was born in Nova Zagora, which is like in the middle of, of Bulgaria, just below like the mountains. Very rural, but not, uh, but not as like rural America, but more like a rural, like East, uh, Eastern Europe. People don't, didn't even have like cars when I was like growing up so much, you know, there was like one ambulance for the whole entire like city. My father was uh, basically in the military, so he passed like a couple like grades, and I think that he ended up being like a general, but I don't even know. Most of the time, it was like you know military like secret, so he couldn't like you know tell me, oh, I'm like working on, on like that thing. But my mom, since we're all like following like my father like career uh, through through the country, my mom actually like switched multiple like jobs, and that was like, quite typical for like military like families. So. My mom worked in a in a you know like a factory where they produce like a tomato cans. So 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 she was doing that. And then like from there, she learned for example how to do like a typewriting. So so she started doing like a typewriting for the police office. And then like from there, she moved to the justice system and she was doing like the typewriting. So whenever there's like a court meeting, etc. When I was like finishing my my high school, I um I was finishing like be longer, like school which is they were educating you more like in French and and all the all the all the subject was basically like in in French so I had like two choices like after like my high school I either pursue career as a journalist writer or some or someone invoked in like translation from like French to Bulgarian or something like similar in my last two years of like high school so this is like 2003 2004 when I was like graduating like high school, I have to like really decide what I w- really want to do. And I asked my parents at that time, like, so what do you think I should I, I should do like what What's your vision? And and they didn't have like any opinion whatsoever. My father said, like, well, whatever you want, you know, like it's 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 up to you. I was like, well, that was helpful. Thank you. <laughs> so around like age of like fifteen uh we like learning like history and, and and I didn't know it at at the time but when i was born we had like chernobyl okay that nuclear like power plant which basically like exploded it. it was like a huge deal and I was like thinking about like nuclear like power plants and Bulgaria has actually like a nuclear power plant and not so many like countries like in Eastern Europe have one, but like Bulgaria has one and has a like, couple of like reactors inside. So even from that like early age, because everybody was obsessed with like radioactivity, like nuclear, etc., I was like, "Wow, this is like so interesting. I want to like, like learn more. I have to be scientists. I have to go to France because I want one day to work for like ether in that like nuclear power plant. I cannot settle for something that, you know, it's just the way that it is. If, if I'm like really passionate about it, I will just go and like do it at certain point, it doesn't matter if it's going to take me like five, 10, 20 years, I'll just go and like do it. The system like in Europe, it's kind of like different. So you, you apply for like a university and normally like in Western Europe, they accept you just on a based on your grades that you got like from high school, but they don't judge what you know, which subject you are like excellent and which subject, you know, you have like almost like no knowledge about. So they don't look into that. So 2005, I'm moving to France between 2005 and 2006. I'm signing to the university and I'm starting a career as a scientist. So I have to tell you, like the first couple of years was like pretty rough. <laughs> Start, like learning all kind of like theories you know mechanical quantum mechanics like astronomy you know fluid mechanics everything like like under the sun and i've been thinking wow well, like doing those I'm like okay when it's gonna be like the the nuclear science that i sign up for <laughs> like like in that journey well it took me almost like five years to get into that into my master's degree when i finally achieved it that was my first year like my master yes I'm like learning nuclear science. This is like, so cool, etc. And then while like learning it, I found it like so limiting at the same time, you know, like, because I was like, okay, that's all there is. So there's like those like reaction happening and they produce heat and they heat up the water and they make like energy and uh, and that's all there is. And then like, we cool the water and then like, we, we do, we do the cycle one more time. And there's like interesting chemistry, like, like in between, but, but I was like, Okay, so what are the perspective? And uh, one of them was like to become, you know, like a safety engineer. the one who's going and say, oh, you know, that central is not going to blow up because it respects like all the safety codes. And and that was not interesting to me at all. So I engaged with the laboratory, which was like looking for young scientists like, like me, who can do like all the dirty work, basically like in the lab and spend hours and hours you know like producing like tests which fails <laughs> because that's what the the work of the scientists is like 99 percent is like fail and then one percent is a success the project that i was assigned on it was like super cool and uh, they have one of the the coolest facility with like the coolest people like, like inside it, you know like no for sure i have been like in different like labs around the world and i have to say that the vibe that it's in that like french lab it's pretty unique and also like the know-how uh you know while I' have been like there, I felt that I was going back to like school, even that I have already like finished five years of hardcore like physics education. i w- I felt like you know as as Amazon say like it's it's day one again. I have to like restart my knowledge you know from like the ground up and you know, like in the lab, there was like always a uh, a person who was like keeping like the entire like science facility like safe, so I have to go in and check in like with my badge. Then I go, leave my stuff. Then I go and immediately like put up my we call those like a bunny suit because most of my work was like then like in the clean room. And uh, in those rooms, normally, for example, people produce uh, you know chips, chipsets for like your your smartphone that you're talking on like every day. So one one small disk can basically like destroy like an entire like chipset, and you have to like start 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 over. The way that I choose like career, uh, you know to pursue career like as as engineers was never out of, yeah, I'm going to like earn like a lot of money as like an engineer, or, or there's like a very like specific goal. I was more interested about the learning and like the knowledge rather than the actual like goal. But at the time, like I felt that what I have signed in in the beginning in two thousand and five was no longer like the case. Then I was like trapped in kind of like a scientific like machine, which was you know make experiments, make papers out of those experiments those those papers are like relevant, and people like read them It's completely like relevant, but that's how you as a scientist you maintain like your ego and like relevance in the scientific like world more papers more like blink then you go you write you know uh, stuff to to get like funding if you become like a professor to get you know students like me to like do again, like the dirty jobs and then to like recycle, like all those things. And and at that moment I felt that really like scientific path was like interesting until that point, but then it become that sort of a monotone like world since like 2005, all the way to like, you know, 2015, when I graduated from my PhD, um, I was doing two things at the same time. I have been making like photography like pretty consistently and I try to like specialize in like fashion photography for the city that I was like living in France. A lot of communication like people skills and organizational skills and also like a lot of time spent like in Photoshop, Lightroom, Adobe Like Illustrator, etc., was like really dedicated and a lot of like long, long, long nights, like learning, you know, like techniques of how to do masks and and you know all kind of like stuff. We we're having like a conference about like biomaterials and like nanomaterials here, like like in Houston. Uh, like I was contacting my my friend from my high school, who is currently uh, my partner in crime, and and she was working for like a creative agency, and and she was like, hey, I I know your work, you do like amazing like photography. Currently, we're having like this project for the Houston magazine, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna shoot for a magazine. Cool, you know. <laughs> I came to Houston, I made that like label. It ended up being like the cover of like the the Houston, the Houston magazine, which was like insane. So my so my vision was and inspiration always came from like US, because US was having that like motivation of like, if you work hard, you're gonna make it. Nowhere photographer, but I have been doing this for five years. Now I have like an entire studio with like thousands of assistants just for myself. And I was like, wow, this is so great. I cannot even like imagine a life like that living that like parallel like, parallel life all the time going to like school and then you know pursuing career as engineer and then at my spare time on the weekends shooting like weddings my phd was like basically in saudi arabia in the middle of like the desert in in a lab so there was literally nothing else to do except like science and like going like to sleep and like being on the internet for like very very like long hours to like discover what what you want to like do like next like in life this is like 2014, 2015. I remember I discovered a course about like industrial design and I was like, oh my God, this is great. You know, I can fit with my engineering background. I can do like industrial design, etc. In those like early days, um, I was looking more of like, a, a making like a fancy layout rather than as a, like an experienced like designer. And I was thinking, oh, designer just making like, you know, those kind of like a cool layouts. And then it hit me like the heart true <laughs> that it was not all about that. It was not all about like a graphic design. I believe I I saw a TED talk by someone <laughs> at, the, at, at, at at the time. And, and he was talking about the transformational power of like design. And at that time I, I was I was like, wow, okay, that thing is like really powerful, right? Like you can change, you know, and you can really make like an impact. So I was in my dorm late at night, I just finished like my analysis and like report and like writing, you know, uh, revision number 10 of, of, the pap- of my very first paper that I was like writing and I was like thinking, man, I definitely don't want to do that for like, you know, the rest of like my life. And the more I was like learning about it, the, the more I got scared of it. Cause I was mentally like not at all like prepared. I was like thinking, oh my God, like, I cannot just like change my career. I mean, I have just dedicated like 10 years of my life, like doing like engineering. I found, I I was like, but, but then again, like, I don't want to do like engineering. I have to like, do like something like else. My friends, they were not at all surprised. They were like, oh, Minchu, yeah, for sure. I don't know even why he was like in the scientific career. I mean, he's like going around our scientific campus and like making pictures all the the time and making those like, you know, fancy like photo shoots. I'm not so sure what he's doing in the lab. So so they were like, okay, finally, you know, like he's like, he's like doing something that, you know, like makes sense for him. And and my father was like super skeptical, what? You don't want to work like in engineering? Are you sure? Who is gonna hire you as a designer? You have no experience. No way, my son can like learn something from like the internet and like you know have a career after after that. With that, he has to go. He has to go like get a degree from like somewhere. And most of the content out there was produced by marketers, not really from like a product designer, so even like a UX designers. And the and the marketers were they were always like talking about like branding, you know process behind like branding. You have to know how to make a logo. You have to know my, to make. so my initial impression was like, okay, I have to know how to like, you know, work with like, you know, vector tools and, and, and how to make like logos to be like a designer. And, and my partner here who is basically was like managing like a creative agency here in Houston. And, and she was saying, you're good in photography. You, you have like some like, you know, like layout, like skill. You're gonna be like super good at like, you know, marketing it, and so on and so forth in the beginning a lot of my learning like materials was like people like the future like chris doe ben burns etc people who are like you know uh branding like experts at least that's how i thought in the beginning who had like a very solid process and they were producing like a lot of video content on youtube you know how to create a website how to create an app and they were like inviting ux designers into the mix to like tell them okay now let's make you know like rebranding of like that website and then by like picking up, you know, like slowly, like the pace, like like in design, like during like my discovery page, I discovered that, that like shiny, like po- I wouldn't call it the image of the shiny, but I, I guess I did already, that like shiny part of like design were just a very small part of what was actually happening, like behind the scenes of like all the decision that needs to be taken before you arrive to like that, like final, you know, like asset. When I was like starting my, my career, I didn't know what was like you know the difference like between them. So I literally like went on LinkedIn. I was like looking for like you know designers like in my area and 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 I was like uh, you know trying to like contact them and, and ask them, could you please meet me for like a lunch or like a coffee for me to like to get like a better understanding about like what you do in the day to day like uh, stuff and basically give me like some guidance how can I make it into that field? Shout out here to one of the uh, designers who work for like Chaiwan. Her name is like Evelina. And and she basically like gave me like the the first real impression what a UX designer does, what a product designer does, and how research is different from like product design and so on and so forth. She basically like gave me that like referral uh for like for like network perception, say hey my you know uh, friend uh who is like the uh CEO of like network perception he's like looking for like someone who can like help him out with his like uh website design and and probably you know you guys can like connect and, and do that my last year of like my my PhD I was having you know because there's like a time difference of like eight hours so I could like catch him like during my night hours I could do like design direction, like speak with like the ceo where we where we do like a lot of like the content of like the website we talk about how the information architecture like should flow i end up like doing like prototypes for him in one of the adobe programs i don't even remember like which one but 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 basically that program like helped me out to like export like an html version of what i was like designing and then for him to have you know something like functional in the end and that process took I don't even know how long maybe like a year my part, my partner was like you know we can be like anywhere i i'm like you know sick and tired of us we have been here for like 15 years let's just go anywhere but since she was like the vp of that like you know creative like agency she wanted to like continue to like explore that like opportunity at the time and at the, at the same time she wanted to like really start a company and i was like okay That's how interesting I wanted to also like do like company, you know, like a startup because I'm, I'm already like, you know, from that mindset of like PhD where where everybody talk about like making a startup after you finish your scientific career and, and, uh, and that's what we end up like doing, you know, like after I worked for like network perception, me and my wife basically founded like an agency here in Houston, creative agency. Well, for me, it was at that time when I moved here. What really like there was no other option. I was like, I, I I'm gonna like make it to design. Doesn't matter how long it takes. And this is where my partner was really instrumental into my success. I have to say in the beginning because my imposter syndrome was like pretty on the, on the high end. Gordon Ramsay did like something like very like similar in 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 his career as as a chef said to myself you know what i cannot learn anything here like in england the england kitchen is like pretty much like the same so even if i change like the restaurant it will all look the the same so i have to go and be from like the prime chef go back to like doing the dishes in a french cuisine to learn the french cuisine better and then becomes like well-rounded chef so when i have to like sell myself as a designer in in my early days when i didn't have like anything like zero case study (laughs) like you know to get to get my to get my first job i was actually like referring to like the engineering that i'm actually like a great asset to like talk with like engineers because i actually like talk their like language in photography i was like thinking main object secondary object etc now i'm doing the same thing with like layout i'm thinking about important thing what i don't want to be missed second most important and then everything else is like a filler and this is what basically the picture of like one main financial like came. I work again with like an amazing VPN like director of design. Her name is like Emily. And uh, and and currently we're like setting up, uh, you know, bunch of like new products, financial like products that's gonna like enhance the financial life of, uh, you know, uh, US uh, customers. Um, and um, what they really have to like do uh, in my neuro it's like really shift the gears of like producing design but rather like focus on what is the actual like truly problem here what is the best strategy to go for do we have the data to like back it up and in the past in the past like two months i've been like working to actually make the like the requirements for what we're going to like build together with our like uh, you know uh, product teams I definitely one thing I learned that like if you are stubborn and you hold on to what you want to do you eventually end up like doing it. Uh you know when when I was like again like in my high school and everybody was talking to me that you know you cannot be like an engineer well I went there and I did it. And after I have been like in the junior school nobody told me like hey, you have been, you're going to be like a designer well I I went there and I I made it. Never being in a something that you're like, stuck just because like somebody else like put you like in that position it sounds very trivial but it i see like a lot of people making that mistake because they're like thinking that this is the safest part well the safest part is not always you know like you know the good part for you and it's gonna you're going to end up like being like miserable like i was in my PhD. i was completely miserable i i hated what i was like doing i hated that i have to like spend time in the laboratory and not dedicate like time like making designs and learning about like design doesn't matter what like society would like tell you doesn't matter what your parents will tell you. doesn't matter what your friends will like tell you like my my parents was against all my decisions you know going away from like bulgaria and was was a no Pursuing a scientific career was a definitely a no. Being a designer of the scientific, you know, path, completely no. Absurd, no. So, so um, independently of what like everyone is there, just follow like your gut. And you're gonna be end up in a place where you wanna be instead of in a place where everybody else you wanted to be.
1: that wraps up season three. I want to thank Mincho along with Olga, Megan, Shannon, Jeanette, Nadita, Ashley, L, Danielle, Miriam, Emma, and Link, for all sharing their journeys this season and thank all of you for listening. Until next time.